Hi, welcome to the Belmont, Belmont Business Report. We are talking to local businesses around Belmont and getting to know a little bit about all of the owners and what they what they have for us here. I'm Emma Thurston, and we're here today with Aaron Brown from the Blue Butterfly, a new business located in Cushing Square. Good Hi, Aaron. Hi. Thanks for being here today. Sure. So, tell us a little bit about the Blue Butterfly. What is your store about? Okay, so the Blue Butterfly is a new business. Um, we started. We opened in September, and we focus on vintage accessories, uh, travel books. Um, and art, and we also really want to become a big part of the, not only the Cushing Square community, but the Belmont community at large, and also some of the surrounding towns. So um, my goal is to bring a little creativity into everybody's life, because we all need that now. So that's where the art comes from, um, and hopefully people will come in the store and see it for themselves, but we have a mix of, the way I describe it, uh, old and new across several categories. So. Um, like I said, art, jewelry, housewares, uh, books, travel, and um, we look forward to growing our relationships in the in the area and growing our inventory as well. Fantastic. So tell me a little bit about your inventory. So you're talking about art and found art and traveling. So that sounds really exciting. I'm a huge traveler. So what do you have for the, the travel bugs out there? So basically, this is just a combination of everything that, that I love. Um, travel is a, bit, is a big thing for me. Um, and for my husband and family. So um, for, I'll, I'll start with the art and then move on to the travel. So art, I am um, buying some art by current artists wholesale or doing some consigning. I actually have several area artists coming in on a regular basis now to show me their work. Um, but in, I also am going to auctions, estate sales and things like that and buying pieces, whether they're paintings or sculpture, um, things that I, I like and I think that are high quality and I am cleaning them up or if it's a piece of art I'm reframing, reframing it and um, then putting it out for, for people to buy. That's great. For travel, um, it's really, I have travel books and accessories. Um, I have some really cool uh, travel guides. They're called Wilson Travel Guides. They're, guides. they're, um, they're from Texas and mm -hmm. they cover um, a little bit off of the beaten path of some of the regular um, cities so the way i talk about it is they're more hipster cities so you know Fun. instead of new york and chicago and you know washington they're more austin and charleston um denver detroit and things like that and not only do they talk about the area and where you can stay and things like that but they also have little essays in there they highlight writers who are from those areas so that's the type of travel guide and book i'm looking for and i plan to get more of those and we also have Luggage tags, um, vintage travel bags, um, different accessories. I have adapters and things like that. So hopefully everything to, you know, help a traveler both logistics-wise and soul-wise. Great. <laughs> so it sounds like you're curating this really largely by yourself. Is this a, a work with other other people or is it just you? Well, so um, it's really my husband and I. Mm -hmm. um, so I am the sole proprietor of the store. Um, but we are calling it a family business. Uh, my son comes in and will run the register um, f um, a couple days a week. And so, um, but really a lot of the curation is happening. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm meeting people, meeting vendors and going out and really just looking at things and bringing them together. So curation mm -hmm. is a big part of, of the store. Um, I really want to make sure people know that it's not just a and I'm a lover of thrift, stop, thrift shops and vintage stores, but it's something a little higher end where mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm going out and I'm finding things that, you know, are, are a little higher quality, a little heavier, um, you know, some f from some really good makers and things like that. And I'm really trying to find things that are vintage but that fit into a modern home. Oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. because Is sometimes people will, you know, you'll go into a store and you'll see these really cool candlesticks or a candy bowl or jar, but you may say to yourself, I, I love that, but I have no idea how to use it. So one of the things I'm trying to do across the store is um, utilize the pieces as they're in the store. Mm -hmm. So say, you know, this piece is old, but it can be used for A, B, or C and show it that way so that people have a better sense of how it would look in their house. That's a fantastic merchandising idea because I always pick up things when I travel and I don't know what to do with them yeah, like exactly. when I get home. So exactly. that's a really great idea. Yeah. Is this an example of something that you, of the artwork that you would have in your store? Yes, so this is a piece, I actually just picked this piece up today. It's an example of what I do where I go and um, find things that I just think are in interesting. This piece, I like the shape of it. It has a heavy frame and I thought that the image was pretty interesting um, and also the colors popped for me. So this is an, uh, is an example of something that I will go pick up and then I'll take home, clean up. Sometimes I like just the frame. Sometimes I like just the picture and I will um, bring it home and we will take it apart and then put it back together again. Uh, but this is just a small example of something that will be hanging in the store as of this week. It's beautiful. So mm -hmm. how did you get interested in this? What is your background? Have you always had a store? Have you always traveled? Or where did you come at from this? So um, I have not always had a store. This is my first store, but I've always been a traveler. Um, my professional background is that I, for about 25 years, I've been in corporate America, mostly media and publishing companies, doing writing, communications, PR, and events. Um, and I did that all the way to early 2018. And um, I'm in my late 40s now, so I've been doing it for a while. And, you know, I toyed with starting my own writing business. I'm doing some freelance writing on the side. But um, I don't know. This just seemed like the right time to do something that was always sitting in the back of my mind, which is running my own gig. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of my personal background and what brought me here, um, I did a lot of traveling growing up. My family traveled a lot when I was um, starting from when I was 12. I moved to another country for a couple of years. Um, and then after that, the travel bug uh, bit me and it really hasn't stopped since. The only thing that stopped is I'm in kids <laughs> so far. Um, here are those school schedules, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I do love to travel. My family loves to travel. Um, and my mother lives in Baltimore mm -hmm. and she actually ran a vintage and antique business for about 20 years. So really? that's really where I learned a little bit about the industry, a little bit about, um, you know, quality, looking for really true vintage or antique things. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, this is, the store is an homage to her, really. Um, and actually the name comes from, my mother's business was called The Poor Butterfly. And um, we toyed with a few ideas for what to call this store, but we actually ended up with just an updated version of that, which is the Blue Butterfly. It's a beautiful name. Thank I love you. it. And what Thank a nice you. backstory to it. That's yeah, really and it's, several people have been bringing me butterflies and blue butterflies. So behind the register, I'm starting to have a little collection. Oh, wonderful. Of, yeah, it's really nice. nice. It's very nice. So what brought you to Belmont to open your store in? Um, we live in Belmont, so we're raising two kids here. Um, I live, for those of you who are in Belmont, you'll know I live between Cushing Square and Belmont Center. 
um, right off of Common Street, and um, that's pretty much smack dab in the middle of Belmont. Uh, we have one child who's in elementary school, mm -hmm. and we have one child who's in middle school in Belmont. So, um, you know, we're here for the duration. Uh, hopefully the store works, and we really just want to continue to cultivate relations, relationships in the community and bring some energy. Um, Jeff and I say, my husband Jeff and I say, that we want to bring a little bit of more of a Somerville vibe to mm -hmm. Belmont, um, a little bit, bring some fresh energy and things yeah. like that. And Cushing Square is, I think, an exciting place to be right now. Um, we have a couple of our neighbor stores who are really great people, young business owners, a lot of energy in that specific strip. We're also right across from the Starbucks that just reopened on Trapello Road. And also that is part of the um, the big building, um, the Bedford. The Bradford, Bradford. yeah, Bradford. that big development right there. <laughs> the big development that, there. So, that's a good area. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that will happen. They'll, the apartments will open sometime in 2020, which will be perfect for us. This will, you know, our, our goal is to get through this holiday season, meet people, mm -hmm. hopefully sell some goods and get really get a feel for pe what people want. And then, you know, early 2020, we know that retail goes down then. But then, you know, once we have all of those new people living across the street, we hope that that'll bring even more energy. Um, and I know the, the Bradford, the bottom, uh, the first floor of all three buildings there are going to be retail mm -hmm. and commercial. So it'll be interesting to think, to, to see what, um, what comes of that, what stores are there. I am personally hoping for fellow retailers, but also, you know, maybe some restaurants and and right. bars or a tavern, because I know all those people coming in, you know, I really hope that Cushing Square, um, as a business community, can step up to what I think the potential is there. Oh, I agree. I mean, there's a fantastic opportunity, and and for, for your store particularly, it's like getting in at the ground floor, sort of, of a revitalization of Cushing yes. Square. Yep. Um, with, and I know it's been really difficult for so many retailers and businesses in that area with the construction and the parking. Um, and the traffic, which, you know, we just feel globally. Here. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I, I think that um, I've been lucky there because I'm new to Cushing Square. So mm -hmm. I don't have the, um, the construction fatigue that a lot right. of people do and that a lot of the businesses do there. So I know some of our, our favorite Cushing Square businesses have recently moved into Belmont Center, which is, is wonderful for them. Um, I hope that we continue to attract um, businesses that, um, you know, they're not tired of all the construction and they're just looking forward like we are hopeful that the, the area will grow and, and, and be as good as it can be. Yeah. And how was the process for you of opening the business in Belmont? Did you feel like it was pretty transparent? Was it easy to navigate? You know, it's funny because a lot of people said, oh, you're going to have a hard time opening a store in Belmont. Mm -hmm. And I did not find that at all. That's um, great. I tried to proactively you know, really figure out from a um, from a logistics perspective, from working with the Belmont Town um, employees, Kevin Pickering, he has been really great. Um, you know, I just tried to stay ahead of it and mm -hmm. ask a lot of questions, listen to the answers, and then kind of um, dot my I's and cross my T's. So I didn't find it to be very difficult. Um, and And then after opening the store, the community of people who have been coming in have been Fabulous. I've been really, really excited about not only the reaction to the store and the goods that are in the store, but just the energy people are bringing in, the excitement that they are, they're happy to have a new business in Cushing Square. 
a lot of people are either living right around Cushing Square and walking to us, um, or they're going to Vicki Lee's to get a mm -hmm. coffee, or they're getting their hair cut at Barber's Den, or Haven and Hair next door, or getting TikTok chocolates on the other side of us. Um, but also, we've really um, had many people come from the Watertown, like right over the Watertown line, Excellent. right over the Waltham line. Um, I know people have been coming in from Arlington, some people from Lexington. So we hoped that continues. And so I have to say, knock on wood, we've it's been a positive experience overall. That's great to hear. I, I know the, the experiences vary greatly, but I think that that's, a, that's an excellent experience that you had. So, so you know, you mentioned the vibe that you want to bring to not only your store, but Cushing Square and the community at large, which I think is just fantastic. So tell me a little bit more about the what, what you're trying to foster in, in your store, in that microcosm. Like, what sort of vibe are you going for? So I think, you know, um, creativity comes mm -hmm. to mind, um, just curiosity. Um, I wanted to call out, not as a promotional way, but a little bit as a promotional way, but also as an example of kind of creativity and innovation. Um, on Saturday, October 26th, which is the Saturday just before thanks, uh, Halloween, mm -hmm. we, we met an artist at a, an art show in Baltimore called Artscape, which is an, a fabulous annual event that they have there. His name is Dr. Kent White, and he creates these amazing pieces where he takes old vintage fans and um, radios, microphones, clocks, just typewriters, really cool stuff, and he turns them into lights, working lights. Mm -hmm. um, and the result is, is, is very cool. Um, it's a little bit steampunk, you know, a little bit, the vibe is a little bit Halloween, which is why mm -hmm. we thought it would be appropriate to do that. But he is somebody, an example of an artist who's out there who's taking his skills and really just doing something really creative with it. And we want to bring that energy into the store. Um, whether we are consigning a painting or art from um, either locally based artists or really artists based all over the place. I, right. I happen to start local because this is what I know and I know New England and I know New York, mm -hmm. um, but we're branching out from there. Um, so whether we're doing that or we're actually bringing in new items from an artisan, say an illustrator who's making cards or something like that, we just want to bring the feel of something artistic, um, impactful, um, sustainable. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, you know, a lot of people these days are trying to simplify their lives and they want to get rid of a lot of stuff. Yes. Um, to me, investing in a piece of art versus five plastic things or five, mm -hmm. you know, pieces of the latest and greatest technology that will soon be outdated. Um, to me, that's a great investment, and that also goes along with the idea of, you know, sustainability. You know, um, another example of something sustainable is we have metal straws and chopsticks that mm -hmm. we are selling for the traveler for Excellent. people to take with them so that they don't have to use plastic, um, whether they're on the airplane or if they're in another country and, um, you know, they really want to utilize their own. Uh, they don't want to throw things away and utilize and they want to keep a sanitary thing on hand. So. Um, you know, they come with brushes to clean to clean the straws and things like that. So those are the types of things that we're trying to, um, I don't know, evoke, I guess. Just yeah. a, a fresher, uh, modern um, vibe with character, quality, and sustainability, I guess. Yeah. That's really exciting. I'm, I'm looking at this 
Um, just one more picture of this. So this is Dr. White's works on display on October 26th, you said, yes, from noon so, to 8 p.m. Yep, so we had the store. Our store is open. Um, our store opens at 10 a.m. on Saturdays. Dr. White will, on the 26th, he will be there around noon, set up. We'll have him there really all day. We may let him go get a bite to eat at some point. <laughs> um, but we're hoping people come in and out, talk to him, look at his work. Um, a couple of our area um, colleagues in stores are gonna put some of his works in their in their windows, which will be very cool. Oh, We're gonna have some um, some festive snacks and drinks later in the day. Um, so we hope that people will come there anytime between 12 and um, eight o'clock on Saturday the 26th. If you're hearing this or listening to this after this date, uh, we hope you had a great time. <laughs> um, and there's more to come because we really do want to bring more artists to the store, mm -hmm. um, involve the community in that. Um, I don't have anything specific planned for November, but I can say that the weekend after Thanksgiving, I'm gonna be opening up a holiday market. So the oh, Friday nice. morning after Thanksgiving, um, there won't be an artist there, but it will be a, a different scene where we suddenly will be moving into the holidays Still and I'll reset. yeah and I'll have some exciting um, vintage things that are for whether you're decorating uh, or you're giving gifts no matter what you're celebrating in December we'll have something for you I'm really excited for this I'm looking at these pieces and you know what you what really struck me is what you mentioned about sustainability because you know I'm in retail as well and and that's a constant battle, right? Is that you want to sell more, sell more, sell more, but people really do want to simplify and reuse and be more sustainable. And these, this is a wonderful example of taking that find, right? Like, right. what did you find? And it's a solid piece and it's got weight to it and it's beautiful. Exactly. But what do you do with it? Right. And seeing something and like practical. this, but turning it into lamps, it's a beautiful idea. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really don't want to just have tchotchkes that look cool right. that people just want to sit on their shelves. I do want to... Um, focus on practical uses of things because mm -hmm. I think that goes along with the sustainability thing and it's amazing I go to art shows and so many artists um, and intelligent people are doing such cool things right you know this way using um, art or you know just just different types of, of creative endeavors to create things that are um, really in line with what we're saying that's so great. it's really exciting to go there and see it. It is, and how exciting that you get to curate these things. I know. You get to go around and, I get to and go look to art for shows, fun things right? and go yeah. to art shows. Wow. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you too, what, you know, long term, what is your vision for the store? Do you envision multiple locations? Do you imagine just thriving in this one location and becoming a hub of the community? Um, I, I do not envision more locations um, right now. When I think about the future, I think about building out what we have mm -hmm. just in on a greater scale. So, you know, say we have, um, right now we have the art in a kind of a gallery format on the walls, but we also have different products around the store. I could see us building out more of a, a gallery slash event space where we're highlighting the art, people are coming there to buy the art, but we're also opening up for the community to have events there and things like that. And then either with it or right next to it, having more of a of a gift store um, with vintage things and mm -hmm. a lot of character. So I would rather really take what we have in Belmont, make it successful, um, help to um, grow Cushing Square, and then, you know, really tr attract the community and artists who may want to help build it out with us. Great. Yeah. That's, a, that's really exciting. And, and, you, and 
with all of the wonderful things that come along with opening a business, wonderful and time consuming, <laughs> what's been the most difficult? You know, this is a big, a big change for you and your background and what you've been doing for, for 20 years, you said? 25. 25 years. <laughs> so what's been the biggest surprise or the biggest unexpected? So I don't, I don't think anything has been a surprise because I've tried to really prepare for it. Mm -hmm. I would say um, one thing that I'm trying to keep up with is because half of our store is are one of a kind things. Mm -hmm. um, when they sell, I have to go buy more, and so keeping up with the inventory process is a learning experience. Mm -hmm. um, meaning, we have a website as well, which is um, thebluebutterfly.com. Right now, we have it up as a showcase for the works, but we're soon going to turn the e-commerce on, and people will start buying. So oh, wonderful! That's what it'll, when it'll become even more important because when a when it, something's in the store. You know, if if we only have a one-of-a-kind piece and somebody wants to buy it online, we really have to manage that inventory tightly. So I would say that's the biggest learning um, experience that I'm, I'm going through right now. The rest of it, I have to say, I'm, I'm really loving it. I like that the kids, my kids come up to the store after school. They bring their friends. Some of their friends are, you know, really excited about the store, and, and I love all that. So that's probably the inventory has been the biggest thing. Um, one other thing I did want to mention, in addition to community, one of our big goals is uh, philanthropy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, many companies um, in the past have, you know, built their organization and then started becoming philanthropic, donating. Right. Um, I want to build that in from the ground floor. So um, I've identified two areas that I really want to focus on, um, um, hunger and child abuse, because I think both of them are the a core problem that leads to so many more um, really sad it's things in our society. So each year I'm going to pick two organizations, one that represents each of those um, areas and not only give money from the poor, from the Blue Butterfly directly, but also hold fundraisers. So for the rest of 2019 and into 2020, the two organizations, um, No Kid Hungry, is going to be the organization that we're focused on for hunger mm -hmm. and we're going to be um, working with UNICEF for child abuse and child welfare. So those will be our first two and then in 2021 we will announce uh, two more um, again focusing on those two issues but two additional organizations that will try to work with. Oh that's amazing. Well I was super excited to come shop at your store anyway and now I'm even more so. Oh, good. So, Everybody, come shop. <laughs> and, and where's your location? What's the address? So the location is 113 Trapella Road, 113 Trapella Road. Um, it's in Cushing Square. It's right across from the Starbucks, and it has a big royal blue awning that says the Blue Butterfly. So Fantastic. we're open Wednesday through Sunday, and um, hours are right on the door and on the website, and we hope everybody will, will come visit. I hope so, too, and I can't wait. So, Erin, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. This was really fascinating, and I'm so excited to visit your store, and I hope all of Belmont shows up and visits thanks. as well. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks. It's really appreciated. Okay. Take care. Thank you for watching this edition of the Belmont Business Report. I'm Emma Thurston, and remember to shop local.